Good evening, Finian listeners. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. If you're listening to us on tdnradio.net, watching us on Facebook Live, uh, on TDN TV, or listening to us on RVR Jams, which airs on DigiPlay Channel 59 in Dominica, thank you once again. We appreciate you. To our regular audience, I would like to say thank you and welcome back. And if this is your first time tuning in, I'm glad you are here. Hopefully, after tonight, we can make you a regular listener as well. Tonight's episode, which is the first for 2021, our 11th season, with great guests and great conversation, topics, and amazing audiences, we can make this season the best one ever of this freaking interview. A truly interesting and inspiring year is ahead of us. Let me take the opportunity to wish you, every one of you, a happy 2021, prosperous 2021, a healthy 2021. Stay safe. I would like to say that I would, I would like to have all of you with me at the end of 2021, but of course that's not within my control. I have a wonderful guest for us tonight because tonight we are going to be talking about goals, setting personal goals, because I like to talk about that at the beginning of the year. So my, my special guest is Dr. Simone Matthew, and um, she is an expert because I had her before, and we spoke about setting goals and, and, and tips and pointers um, that can help you to achieve, to achieve your goals. Let's take a quick break. We listen to the Caricom anthem. And when we come back, um, Dr. Simone Matthew is going to join me. And we are going to talk about some of those resolutions that you hopefully you've made for 2021. From many distant lands, our forefathers came. Some seeking adventure, some bound in chains. Through battles waged and fought, through victory and pain. By test of their courage, our freedom was gained. In homage to those gone before us. The heroes of lands in the sun We vow to join hands and to focus On building one Caribbean Raise your voices high Sing of your Caribbean pride Sing it loud and strong Feel the heart beat as The Queen. 
Welcome back and thank you for staying with us through the break. Um, I, a question popped in my mind while I was listening to the CARICOM anthem. Does CARICOM play the anthem before CARICOM activities? The way when we do something we play our national anthem. I wonder if CARICOM plays the anthem. Because most so many people tell me that the only time they hear the CARICOM anthem is on this beginning As a matter of fact, there are so many people who heard it for the first time on this And you welcome back. And uh, I have a very special guest tonight, someone that I have had on the program before. She's a new, I'm not new anymore, <laughs> she's embraced the role and made it her own. She's a member of the TDN family. Uh, Dr. Simone Matthew is the host of a show on Tuesdays on TDN Radio Tuesdays from 5.30 called On Tap. Potential. Dr. Matthew, a very special and warm welcome to this weekend interview. Yes. Hi, Anthony. Thank you for having me on. It's, it's, it's great, as I say. It's always a pleasure because, and also because our topic is one of my favorite topics. Um, goal setting is one of my favorite topics because I really believe in the cliche failing to plan is planning to fail. And if your if your plans are not based on a goal, then your plans are, are inadequate. Uh, but before we jump into the topic, um, Dr. Matthew, you're you're an assistant professor at um, of psychology, and so you are especially qualified for this role. In addition to that, you um, you've written a book, you're an author. You host a radio program on TDN Radio and also um, in other media. So you're a media professional. So I think we're, we're in for our audience, it's in for a treat uh, with this conversation that we have tonight. But let me ask you, do you believe in New Year's resolution? Well, I don't, Anthony, I don't. And before we get started, let me just say a special good evening to the audience, whether you're listening or you're watching us via um, Facebook Live. It is wonderful to be with you here as we begin 2021 um, together. And as you know, Anthony, I've been doing several interviews, so it is an absolute pleasure to be on the other side of the mic tonight. So I'm happy to spend this time with you and to speak on one of my very favorite topics. So to answer your questions, no, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions because I think that they put a lot of pressure on us to be able to accomplish something within one year. I think as humans, we should be growing and evolving during our life. So we should have ongoing journeys and we should be setting ongoing goals. So whether it is the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, if something comes up that is important to us, then we should be setting a goal and working on a plan for achieving that goal. Okay, so you don't believe in New Year's resolution, I guess, in the traditional sense of a New Year's resolution. Um, the, if I can expand on my um, belief in New Year's resolution, I, I, I don't think it's much different from what you said, except that I see the New Year as a marker um, where it, it, it just because it's the start, end of one year and start of another year, it's a good, a good point to, to gauge how far we've come and to, and to see what we need to do to, to gain um, where we want to go. But let's jump right in. I, I want you to um, 
just talk about if you had to list the two most important things in setting goals that would that would help make the achievement of those goals easier what would those what would those two items be yeah, certainly. And just to kind of piggyback on the whole conversation about resolution, I think, yes, what you said is very true. But I think for most people, what happens is that word is so weighted that it puts a lot of pressure and then you feel obligated, you feel stressed and you feel overwhelmed. And then before you know it, you've completely put the goal to the side. Think of the, the, the amount of people who want to work out and live a healthy life and they set a resolution. And then by February, the resolution is out of the window because it, there was just too much weight on it. So I always think instead, make goals for yourself. For example, say, okay, well, I'm going to try to get to the gym. I'm going to try to work out maybe four times a week. So that is setting a goal. And eventually that goal will take you to another goal of a healthy lifestyle. But in my mind, just having the word resolution is kind of mm -hmm. weighty and me, it almost sets you up for failure because how many people you know actually accomplish their New Year's resolution end of the year? But to get back to your question, I think for me, the two most important things that we can do to ensure that we accomplish our goals, and I'd like to discuss them one at a time with you, is number one, write your goal down. So I always think, think of that one thing that you've been trying to work at and you've simply not been consistent. So write it down and not only write it down, but place it somewhere where it is very visible to you. So whether that is your refrigerator, um, you know, somewhere in your car because you drive a lot, because actually being able to see it every day kind of gives energy to the universe. And believe it or not, you are more likely to accomplish and achieve a goal if you simply write it down. There's actually science that shows that people who write down their goals are something like maybe 47% more likely to achieve those goals than people who do not write down goals. So, yeah, I, I am totally with you on that. There, there's so many um, people who have written that that says, it seems like the act of writing does something to you psychologically where it registers it in your mind and that in itself the, it helps you to to achieve it plus as you said if you put it in a location where you always come across it as you when you wake up or as you go through your day it also it also enhances that and so i think that that is so important that I, I, I want to scare it a little bit, and I want to play devil's advocate for the person that says, what difference does it make if I write it down or not? It's in my head. I, I know what I want. It's in my head. Writing down is so 1980s. Um, people don't write things down anymore. Um, I don't need to write it down. I, I, I really think that that is so important that I would like to to stay on there a little bit longer. Let's, let's re-emphasize the, the most important thing of writing it down. 
Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing we have to keep in mind. I follow the science and the science shows that people who write their goals down are more likely to accomplish it. And I'll just give you a very easy um, example, um, Anthony. When I was in college, you know, I did not spend a lot of time studying. What I would actually do is I would go to class, I would take notes, and then I would go home, rewrite those notes, read those notes once or twice and ace my exams. It was a simple formula. So I think many times we under the power of simply writing something down, but the science does back up that if you truly want to accomplish your goals, what you need to do first of all is to write it down. And then just to continue the discussion, um, because you asked me also two things. So the mm -hmm. second thing, I would recommend is to create a plan to keep you consistent. Because let us face it, the biggest problem that most of us are is not have is not that we don't have important goals, right? Is that we are simply not consistent. So what is going to be your plan to remain consistent doubt comes into your mind that you know what you know i'm too old i thought i could go back to college but i'm just too old i can't do it what is going to be your plan to keep you on track to keep you motivated to keep you going to push past all the negative thoughts and to keep going ah uh, and of course you have a book that that addresses that it's called push past 10 and and that when I, last time we spoke about that, I remember that clearly that um, you wrote that book in in essence to help people to stay consistent. So let's talk about your book for a minute, your book entitled Push Past 10. And for those that did not hear the, the initial interview that I had with you on, on Push Past 10, uh, just tell them where they can get your book and give them a gist of, of what is handled in that book. Yeah, so so thank you for that opportunity. And the book is called Push Past Ten. And you and I had a great conversation on the book when it first came out. And of course, if anyone is interested, they can check out the TDN podcast for that uh, wonderful interview that we did last year, all about the book and about me in general. So yes, yeah, so the idea is, you know, we tell people all these wonderful things. You should have goals. You should be consistent. You should write them down. But what we always fail to do is to tell people how important their thoughts are, right? So we always seem to have negative thoughts creeping into our mind. So what I realized a long time ago when I started um, this journey of a healthier lifestyle, trying to work out, trying to be more consistent, is you have to push yourself past the first 10 minutes right? Because what that does is it creates momentum. So think of the last time you probably went to a party, you probably um, were at a meeting and you simply, or even a better, a, a better example, the last time you tried to clean your house. So you may not have been in the mood, you're like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But once you got into it, right? After about 10 minutes, you realize that, hey, you know, I have some momentum. I can keep going. And especially if you use um, stuff such as music to get you inspired, to get you energized, which I talk about in the book, then you realize after 10 minutes, you're in full swing, 
right? So the idea is you can apply that same principle to anything that you're working on, any goal that you're working on. If you tell yourself, and we had this conversation before about tricking your mind. So if you tell yourself, yeah. you know what, I'm just gonna do this for 10 minutes. Before you realize it, the 10 minutes will turn into an hour and you will accomplish so much. So the idea is how to stay consistent. That is what I wanted to focus on because I think that is a major stumbling block for many of us. It's just that we have the passion, we have the desire, we know what we want to do, but what do we do when those negative thoughts come into your mind? And I just wanna give you another quick example about this, Anthony, about the power of the thoughts we entertain in our minds, right? So, you know, I'm a runner, right? And I'm telling you, every time I go to run, the first word to pop into my mind is stop. After 16 years, Anthony, after 16 years, I still do not want to run. So, so, so right. my point is it doesn't get easier. You have to have the mental fortitude to get it done. So the first thing that pops into my mind is stop, stop, stop. I don't want to do this. I want to go back on the couch. I want to go watch TV. There's so much news going on. I want to watch the news. And I have to literally attend to that thought and replace that thought with the word easy. So I, I, I remove the word stop from my mind and I replace it with the word easy. And I say to myself, easy does it, easy does it. E and you would be amazed. It changes my whole attitude, my whole mindset. And before you know it, the word stop is out of the window. I've pushed past 10 and before you know it, I've run for an hour. So, so that's a technique that people can use um, because I confess I'm a wannabe runner. So I've, done, <laughs> I've had peaks and stats. And, you, and you're right. When, when you first start to run, you say, oh, my leg hurts. It's going to rain. I, I started too late. There are all kinds of excuses that come when you, when you first start off. And if you can just get it out of your mind and the best way to get it out of your mind is to replace it with another thought a different thought yeah, yeah and i, and I yeah. always say anthony you have to tell yourself i am not married to my thoughts i am uh, not married to my thoughts so when a thought pops into your mind if you're trying to say let's let's say you're trying to go back to college and you're doubting yourself you're like oh i'm too old it's going to be too hard i haven't been to school in like 20 years you have to actively replace the thought because you're not married to your thoughts the same way a thought pops into your mind it's the same way you can discard that thought and replace it with another thought. So I think if, if we don't remember anything from this conversation, that is the one thing I want us to remember, that we are in control of the thoughts that we entertain. So let's stay on that a little bit to take, a, to take us to the, to the first break. As a young kid, I read this book, As a Man Thinker. And, and the second part of that thing is, as a man thinketh, so he is, which, which other people interpret to mean that you are your thoughts, you become your thoughts. And, and I think what you're expressing tonight is a refinement of that, is that because we can only have one thought in our mind at a time, 
It is true that we become our thoughts, but by by deliberately choosing our thoughts, we get to design ourselves and our lives. So, um, you know, let's 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 go because so many people repeat that thing as a man thinketh or you are your thoughts. You say no, you're not married to your thoughts. That your is thoughts exactly what I'm saying. So I'm saying, as a man thinketh, a man can change his thoughts. Right, because if, if, if we right. just kept it, if we just kept it there, Anthony, if we just say we are our thoughts, then we are right. destined to whatever pops into our mind, right? right. Whatever I'm, I'm pops no into mind. our mind, that's what we're destined to do. That's what we're destined to become, and I don't believe that's the case. And our mind is very ill-disciplined. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know how many members in the audience meditate, but if you try to meditate, where you have to try to steal your mind or to focus on one thing, that is the most difficult thing to do because our mind is like a child. You tell a child to sit in one place and they're all over. But but what you're saying is that, yes, you your thoughts determine your life and your circumstances. Therefore, you can change your thoughts and therefore change the circumstances yeah, choose your thoughts. Choose your thoughts. If, if if a thought is not working to advance your life, is if a thought is not working to push you towards those goals that you know that you must accomplish, then change the thought. And I and I've had that experience in so many areas of my life. You know, I relate the story. I just had untapped potential, and on the first episode, I relate the story of when I thought you know I was comfortable. I had accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in this life going to sit back and watch my daughter grow and help her with education and enjoy my family life. And then I just always had the thought that I needed to do more. I needed to help my community in terms of showing them the importance of the thoughts that you entertain. And I kept pushing that to the side, pushing that to the side until it got to the point because it was a goal that was destined for me. It got to the point where I could no longer ignore that this is I've been called to do. So besides being an introvert, which you always laugh about when I tell you I'm an introvert, I had to push that to the side <laughs> and change the thoughts in my mind uh, in terms of how I was going to get this done. And the first step was writing the book. And then thanks to the, the, the opportunity that Sam gave me, the radio show, and, and now, of course, you know, all the Facebook lives I've done. <laughs> You can you, you can convert yourself from an introvert to an extrovert by changing your thoughts, huh? No, but the, the, the fact is, what, what is your preference? Because after all of this, I'm going to crash and just go inside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I really like it where this conversation is going because it, it, it lends us to, do, to live in our lives in a deliberate manner. So when we come back from the yes. break, we're going to continue that conversation. Let's take a quick break, listeners. Stay tuned. You're listening to This Week in Interview, our, our first episode, episode number one uh, for, two, for 2021, our 11th season, 11th year of This Week in Interview. And my guest tonight is Dr. Simone Matthew. And we're talking about goals and setting goals and, and pursuing um, the things that you say you want to pursue in life. So, quick break and we'll be right back.
when you feel a sneeze or a cough coming. <coughs> Covering your mouth prevents the spread of germs. You probably knew that. But the way you cover up also matters, and that means breaking a habit you've held near and dear all your life. Cover your nose and mouth with your flexed elbow or a tissue, not your hands. Discard the used tissue immediately. Then wash your hands. Help stop the spread of germs. Remember, your health is your responsibility. A message by the Health Promotion Unit of the Ministry of Health, Wellness and New Health Investment, Dominica. Uh, thank you for staying with us for the break. Uh, this week, an interview with your host, Anthony Drago, and my guest tonight is Dr. Simone Matthew. She is an assistant professor in psychology. And um, a lot of people hear psychology and they get scared, like people want, like, you want to mess with my mind, you want to get in my mind and know what I'm thinking. Uh, but that is not what we're doing tonight. What we're doing tonight is to help folks to, to think about their thoughts. Uh, and to recognize their thoughts and to recognize the control that they have over their thoughts. And so, uh, Simon, I want, to, I want us to continue talking a, a, a bit about that um, deliberateness that folks have to have about the way they think. And as we're doing that, um, can you maybe just highlight some of the hindrances um, that make that like cause folks to um, to not achieve their goals or to, or to drop their goals early and so on. Right, certainly. And just one correction, Anthony, it's uh, associate professor of psychology. So associate I means I don't do research for the university. I simply, uh, I teach their students, associates. Associates, okay. Yes, yes, definitely. Just wanted to make that correction. Now, so, Anthony, where, okay. where can, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, so, so where can we start, Anthony? I mean, just think about it. There are so many things that keep us from working on our goals and keep us from being consistent. And I think the number one thing that gets in the way is the fact that we live in a microwave society, right? So we live in a society where everything should be now. Going through a fast food restaurant, we should get our order within five minutes. Um, you know, everything should be done instantly, should be fast. And unfortunately, when it comes to reality in real life, you have to work towards a goal. So you cannot accomplish a four-year degree in five months, right? You cannot, it took you maybe 10 years to gain 50 pounds. You cannot lose it overnight. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe all the commercials of the, the one piece of equipment you see where one person is moving one part of their body, but then you see the completely ripped body of an athlete, right? So the number one hindrance, I think, is just replacing that mentality that everything we are trying to do should be, con should be accomplished instantly. So I think once we can get past that, and we are ready to do the work, then we give ourselves a better chance of, do, of getting the job done. And then just as important, think of the amount of distractions that surround us, Anthony. Think of the amount of distractions from everything going on on the news 
to our jobs, um, constant emails and phone calls. Now we are at home. So we're, 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 we're juggling the job, the kids' schedule, right? Our own personal things that we have to do, getting the house in order, getting the, pill, the bills paid. It's no wonder that we're not able to accomplish many of our goals because there are just so much distractions, so many distractions them noise. So I want us to think of noise, not only in terms of what we hear, but noise in terms of all the distractions that fill up our day. And then it's the end of the day, you're, you're, you're laying in your bed at night and you think to yourself, wow, I didn't spend five minutes working on that goal that I wanted to accomplish. That last statement. I, I am getting the, the, the sense that you were suggesting that a person should make a commitment to work on their goal every day, or depend on the goal at once a week, or whatever it is, whatever fit, but you have to have a plan to, to work on your goal regularly. It wouldn't just happen. You wouldn't just be in the mood to do it, and then you sit down to do it. You have to actually make a plan to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. And, and to me, it begins with conquering the morning. Because in my mind, success begins in the morning. So, you know, sometimes we wake up, we have that cup of coffee, we lay on the couch. And before you know it, it's the day has, has gone by. And then we're rushing around trying to get the kids to do their schoolwork, their homework, trying to take care of the responsibilities of work. But when are you carving out the time just for you. So, so my idea was when I wanted to lose weight, what I would do is I would take my daughter to school and I would go straight to the gym when the gym was open. I would go straight to the gym because I knew, I was being honest with myself. And a lot of times we're not honest with ourselves. I knew that if I had gone back home, there was a 95% chance that I would not work out. And yet another day, would have gone by with me not working on that goal. So when are you carving out the time just for you? And that's why you'll notice on my program on Tuesdays, Untapped Potential, I talk about me time. Because in my mind, when we come together on Tuesday, that is the opportunity that you should be using to focus on your goal. So while you're listening to the program, you can take a look if you've written down your goal, take a look at what is the next step right? Have I made those phone calls I said I was going to make to advance my goal? Have I started a WhatsApp group? Because let's face it, everyone is on WhatsApp right now. And it's amazing to see how talented people can come together via WhatsApp and exchange the ideas. And we're, we're on one of them, Anthony. We're on TDN's <laughs> WhatsApp chat. And think of the amount of things we accomplish every day by being on the TDN WhatsApp chat. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounding yourself with people who are going to help you advance towards your goal? Or are you surrounding yourself by people who are distracting you, who are pulling you away, who are you know, just giving you idle time, gossip time, and taking away from the time that you would have used to work on your goals. So be honest with yourself, because I think we keep saying, oh, we don't have time, we don't have time, make time. It's not about having time. It's about making the time, carving that time out to work 
on you every day. I don't want to hear once a week, Anthony. I want to hear every day <laughs> because you deserve it. You you give all of yourself to others, right? I always tell myself I give ninety five percent of my time and of me to my family, to my work, to everything else that I'm doing. But five percent has to be to what goals. Yeah, so you know when you start going to math, you you speak into because I'm one of those people that think that you can model everything mathematically. And so I like that. That you you decide that five percent of your time, five percent of your resources should be devoted to you. And how do you know is you're devoting it to you if, if you are using it to move yourself towards your goal? The other thing I'm picking up from from what you from what you're saying is that it helps if you surround yourself in an environment that helps you to go towards your goal. So get into a WhatsApp group. Don't get if you're not interested in politics, don't get into a politics WhatsApp group. If you're interested in, in fitness, get into a WhatsApp group or start one for folks who are also interested in fitness. Um, the other thing that um, you said is you drop your daughter to school and then you go running. Uh, that also helps if you if you put what you have to do that may not be pleasant connect it to something that you must do um so there there are all of those things but the environment let's talk about having the correct environment that is conducive to moving you towards your goal yeah absolutely and and the thing about it is um you need to be organized we just need to be organized because I hear people talk about organized chaos and I, I hear people talk about, <laughs> oh, I might be disorganized, but I know where everything is. An organized home, a, a disorganized home is a disorganized mind because you're spending so much time trying to find this, trying to find that. You're wasting time. So, so in my mind, you have to be organized if you're trying to get things done. And then the other thing I want to stress as well is we as women, you know, and I come down hard on us as women because we sometimes think that, like we have to sacrifice everything that we are because we're a mom, we're a wife, you know, we're a single mom, especially. And it almost, you almost get the sense from society that when you want to just some, have some time for yourself, you're being selfish. For example, I have a friend today, today's her birthday, I won't call her name, but today's her birthday. And I said to her, what would, you, <laughs> I said to her what would you like for your birthday? She has two daughters under the age of five, a husband, a home. And she said, you know what, Simone? I would just like to have the day to myself, just to relax, decompress, unwind. And I said, well, why don't you ask your husband to take the girls so you can have the day to yourself? She's like, oh no, I think that would be kind of selfish. <laughs> she thinks it would be selfish, Anthony. And so I had to say to selfish, her, but how, how? Selfish, selfish is not a bad thing. Yeah, and I'm like, how is taking care? Yeah, one thing. Well, is that um, because we come from a Christian tradition, we thought that being selfish is a bad word or a bad thing. But I have a friend of mine who always reminds me: when you go on a plane, they always remind you to put on your life vest first. Exactly. Even if you have a small child, you put on your life vest first. I know she's listening. So yes, I hear you. <laughs> 
Um, and, and so somebody could consider that to be selfish. So selfishness is not bad in that context, I don't think. Yeah, and, and how is rejuvenating your spirit and your soul being selfish, right? How is just taking some time to take care of you being selfish? Because I have to tell you, when I am most miserable is when I don't have my me time. And when I don't have my me time, everybody suffers. <laughs> my house is not a happy place. <laughs> so I agree with you. I'm just saying that in my mind, selfishness is not a bad thing. Um, because it has the word selfish between for me, and so I want to think of it that it's something good that I need to I need to devote more resources to me, and and I just as you said, it is not selfish because when you do that for yourself, you actually become more available for the people around you. So in that, yeah, sense, I completely agree. Mm -hmm. yeah? I completely agree. So. We, we we're talking about planning. We're talking about goal setting, and I I I I have in my notes for us to talk about that. And you and you went there, um, and I like it because I have in my notes to tell people that I encourage them to pick up a call, stand for something, work on something, because that's how you give back. That's how you stay motivated in life and so on. But the next note I have to that is no matter what you choose to devote yourself with you must have a goal a personal goal for your own self that you want to do for your for your own pleasure your own sense of fulfillment so so you went right there but but listen um i have a goal to write a book and 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 you know i'm working through it but i realized that one of my hurdles is that i want to see the book in my mind the whole book in my mind and I've had a few folks who are pushing me and nudging me, and they keep telling me, just write a page. And a page will lead to a second page, and a second page will lead to a chapter. So how important is it um, for folks to think about the journey to their goal in that kind of way? So where, where a big one might be overwhelming, but if they break it up into smaller chunks, um, each small chunk looks more manageable. Yes, I'm so happy you brought up a specific um, example, Anthony, because it gives us something um, to work on. And, you know, I've learned so many life lessons from running, Anthony. I have to tell you, I've learned so many life lessons. So let's say, for example, I'm going out on a run, five miles, seven miles, whatever. And, you know, I'm looking at that road, Anthony, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, that is so fun. This is such a long journey. And now apply that to anything you're trying to do, right? It's a metaphor. So apply it to anything you're trying to do. It's such a long journey. I'm looking at those hills, Anthony, because my neighborhood is very hilly. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I don't want to do this. Do you know what I do, Anthony? I keep my eyes down. Mm. I keep my eyes at the next step in front of me, right? So, of course, I have to look up because I have to look. There's no traffic. There are no wild animals coming down my way. There's nobody in a, a, a bicycle, which has actually happened to me. Somebody crashed into me one time. Wow. So you wow. have to look up um, occasionally to see what the road is like ahead of you. But if you keep your eyes down, you pay attention to what is the next step that you need to take 
before you know it, you've accomplished the five miles, the seven miles, and all you did was focus on the next step. So what am I saying to you? You have this big, important goal, and I'm so proud of you that you have that goal for yourself, but it's overwhelming because you're looking at the distance. You're looking at, you know, I, I just want to get all of it together, right? Write it out, have your outline, know what you want to include in the book, and then keep your eyes down. Keep your One eyes down. One Focus on what is the next step. What are you going to do tomorrow, right? What part? Mm -hmm. Because when you're writing a book, I have to tell you how it works is that it doesn't necessarily go in chronological order because you might get a thought for chapter five pop into your head or you might get a, a thought for chapter two. So what I would do when I was writing my book is I would put my notes in my cell phone. So it would be two o'clock in the morning and I would just wake up with a thought and I would just grab my cell phone and quickly type in what the thought was. And then as a way to back it up in the morning, I would email it to myself just to have the security of knowing that I had it on two platforms so I wouldn't lose the thought. But that's that's what I would recommend, Anthony. So you occasionally look up, look at the big picture, but keep your eyes down and only focus on what's the next step, accomplish the next step today, and then tomorrow, what's the next step? Right. So much, so much we've given the audience, you know? Um, be organized, be focused, um, recognize your your internal environment in terms of what your thoughts are, um, your physical environment, be have your have your space organized in a way that is conducive to you doing what you need to do. Um, the the social um, associations that you have, make sure that they're helping you towards your goal. So but I all of that, I think, hinges on the very first one that you said. Write it down, put it in a place where it's conspicuous, because that is what will remind you of what it is that you're working towards. So I, I, I know I'm coming back full circle, you know, but I think we've given them, we've given the audience so much to chew on. I think maybe we can start to, you know, track back. And, and 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 really present it to them um, in a in a coordinated manner because you you say these things so well. You talk about conquering the morning. You talk about reducing the noise, which is the distraction. Um, writing your goals down. Don't expect instant, um, you know, success. Uh, but. Celebrating small um, achievements, I think, is key. So let, let, I, I want you to talk about, you know, kind of recap some of the things that we spoke about, and then we will talk about um, helping folks to understand that they should be celebrating small victories. Anthony, you read my mind. That's exactly where I was going. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> where I was going. Celebrating small victories because, you know, it takes one step at a time to climb a mountain, right? So you should not have to wait until you get to the pinnacle of the mountain to say, I did it. By no. celebrating small successes, what that does is it boosts your confidence. It tells you, wow, 
look at what I accomplished. I can go some more, right? So for example, and I always go back to, to my weight loss journey because that is where it started for me. So keep in mind that the same principles I used to go through my weight loss journeys, the same principles I used to write my book. So they are principles that you can use to apply to just about um, every area of your life. And for me, what kept me going in terms of fitness was the fact that I would celebrate everything. So for, let's say, a month, I had gone to the gym back when the gym was open. Keep in mind, this is 16 years ago. So this is way before COVID-19. I don't want people to be like, oh my God, she's going to the gym? <laughs> so this is before COVID-19. Keep that in mind. So I would celebrate that I had gone to the gym four days out of the week for a month right so wow. that gave me confidence and mind you and i think if your goal is weight loss the worst thing you can do is weigh yourself all the time that is the worst thing you can do so use how your clothes feels on you if you know you have a smaller size see if you can fit into your smaller size uh that ref um reflects your ideal weight keep away from the scale the scale is not your friend okay throw your scale out but that's that's what i did so i would celebrate small victories when i was writing my book when i had gotten through a chapter i would you know encourage myself and say job well done and it just gives you the energy to keep going and just as important find people who celebrate you find yeah. people who people who are proud of you find a mentor so if this is a journey that no one in your family has been on and no one in your family or your friends can help you with, ask around. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Ask around, find out, you know, who has started their own business. If your, your goal is to start maybe your own clothing line, ask around. You'll be amazed, especially through social media. I'm just so amazed at how easy it is to connect with people just from knowing one person who can connect you to the next person, who can connect you to the next person. So create that support um, system for yourself so that you have um, what it takes. You have your toolkit to be able to accomplish your goals. Right, mentors. I mean, you keep, I, I, know, I know that you say that this has been rich in terms of content, but um, having a support system is so important. Uh, I I want to speak a little bit directly to somebody in the audience who may be doing their own business and their family doesn't quite understand their desires with their business. Oh, you went to school for four years. Why didn't you get a good job? Instead of that, you're trying to do this business, this business that never work out and so on and so on and so on. And so they do it out of love. But sometimes the people who love you are the greatest dream killers. And, and so I, when you say to find somebody who will celebrate you, I, 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 I wanted to, to really talk about that person who um, is getting not the most support from, from the people who um, are closest in their lives and how, how common that is and how difficult it is to continue pursuing your dreams in that environment. 
Yeah, such an important uh, point, um, Anthony. So thank you for bringing that up. And it is true, a lot of times the people we most expect to support our dreams, to support our aspirations, is other ones who are saying that it can be done. And, and it's so sad because uh, before I was an online professor, I used to work at a college doing counseling and a lot of the students were minority students. And they would come to me and they would say, you know, back then I was Miss Senhouse. So they would say, Miss Senhouse, this is so difficult. And I'd be like, why? Why are you thinking of leaving college? And they would simply say to me, because my, my family, they're not supportive of what I'm doing. And as a matter of fact, and these were their exact words, um, Anthony, as a matter of fact, they keep saying to me, you think you are better than me now that you're in college. I mean, wow. what is a greater dream killer than to look at someone within your family who is trying to better their lives and to say to them, oh, you're, you're pretty much telling them to stay in their place. Stay in your place. This is who we are. We're not college material. Right. So who do you think you are to want to advance yourself and to go beyond where we come from. So even we as family members, we have to be very careful of the words we say to people, to the to, to other people in our immediate families. Because think of the impact that you are having on on the, the, the children and, and the people in your family in terms of you know a dream that they may have for themselves. And maybe you don't you don't agree and you have legitimate reasons for not agreeing. Rather than trying to dissuade them from pursuing their goals, just let them know, you know what? I will support you. This is not, I don't think this is the best decision for you, but I am still going to support you. But then again, Anthony, it's a whole other conversation if this is a husband and wife relationship and it deals with somebody you know, taking a different traje trajectory that's going to affect the family finances. So, so really a difficult conversation, but in a, a situation like that, I would recommend maybe holding on to your current job while you pursue your passion. But we have to be mindful of what we say to each other as family members. So we, we're coming to the close of the conversation. The hour is just flew by. I know, uh, it's been great. <laughs> we're talking about. I think you froze. Most, yeah, I know we froze for a minute. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the technology sometimes it, oh, it, yeah. takes, it, it takes its task. But mm -hmm. some those negative avoided. But what I want to say to folks is that if you get nothing else from what we get tonight, is that. I'm not sure. If we know, if you know why you're achieving your goal, that's something we spoke about the last time when we were talking about push past 10. It is so important. I think you faded away, Anthony. Yeah, but but while while we're waiting for Anthony to come back on on the live again, I just want to encourage you if you have a dream for yourself, if you have a goal for yourself, first of all, write it down. Make sure you know exactly what you want to accomplish. 
when you want to accomplish by it by it is not selfish to take some time just for you to pursue your own goals your own aspiration and you know you just feel that calling you feel that there's something within you that is calling out that this is the calling this is what you are meant to do whether it is to start a small business and i think i saw mr loftus dura at some point earlier and i know that he's some who had made a major life change because he's an electrician by trade and he went into uh, broadcasting. He went into broadcasting with zero experience because he felt the calling to do so. And it is so important to arm yourself, find that toolkit. What do you need to know? Is what you're trying to do, does it require a degree? Does it require a certification? What do you need in order to accomplish your goal? So, so this is the way that you get it done and surround yourself with the right people. Surround yourself with people who can support you, who can encourage you, who can lift you up when you're feeling your worst. Because let's face it, Anthony, it is not every day that you're gonna feel inspired. It is not every day you're going to feel inspired. There are going to be days where you're going to doubt yourself. There are going to be days when you think to yourself, well, you know, I'm making the wrong decision to even pursue this. Who am I to think I can never been done in my family? And you have to have other people within your community who are going to lift you up and say, come on, come on, don't doubt yourself. You started this journey for a particular reason. I believe in you. Find one person who will always say, no matter what your crazy thought is, I believe in you. And you know, I'm, I'm very blessed because I have a I have family. <laughs> they go along with every crazy idea <laughs> I come up with from my husband to my mother, to my brother, to my sister-in-law, whatever. Because you know, I just have a very active mind. So ideas are always popping into my mind and they support me. They support me, so I'm very fortunate, and I know that I'm very fortunate to have that, but I'm speaking now to those of us who do not have that. Where are you going to find that person who's going to be your motivator? Welcome back, Anthony. So, <laughs> I know, I, um, luckily, luckily I'm back. So that, that's exactly what we're talking about. We, we have a goal, and sometimes something happens, you stumble, but the the failure doesn't happen because you stumble the failure happens because you don't get up after you stumble and so that that's a good place for us to wrap up our conversation it, it was a, a tremendous conversation uh but uh i like the way that you you end it is that do not let people kill your dreams if your immediate family that doesn't provide the support that you need find somebody who does go online and look at every single no matter what you're interested in you're interested in collecting rocks you can go online and find a group of people who are interested in, in, in collecting rocks and 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 encircle yourself with that sort of environment and if so, i could just uh, chime in real quick if i can just yeah, chime in real quick um anthony and, and you know yeah, a lot of times so sure. yeah area. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, we're kind of like no, a little off okay. on the connection. But a, a lot of times we bash social media 
But I have to tell you, social media is one of the places that you can find the most supportive people if you choose the right groups to be a part of. For example, before we came on the live, we were talking about how I'm, I'm learning to speak Creole because I've always wanted to learn to speak Creole. And I found a wonderful group on social media. They don't know me, I don't know them, but we share a common interest. So all we're there to do is talk about Creole words, Creole sentences, and then we're going about our day. So we have a conversation and we go, you know, if, if you get into the negatives of social media, where all you're following are groups that are talking about gossip and talking about things that are not going to advance your life, then that is, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. But I want us to think of social media in a positive light. Go on social media, type in, your area of interest, type in the goal that you're working on. And you will be surprised that there are other people who are working on those same goals and struggling along the way, and they can help you with your goal. Awesome. That is such a great place to, to live it. Um, but I, I'm going to give you a final thought. Um, just spend a, a minute or two wrapping up the conversation if there's anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get a chance to talk about this is it um and just go for it that's closing closing your back yeah well i think we hit we hit all the nails on the night anthony because i don't think there's one person in our audience whether you're watching us on facebook live or you're listening to us who do not who doesn't have a, a an important life goal for themselves right it is innate in us as we evolve to want to have certain goals that we want to attain so this is the year i want us to embrace that goal that for whatever reason we've had it on the shelf and that speaks to you as well anthony i'm going to check in with you at the end of the year about that book so what is that one goal that we've been putting up oh that we, <laughs> we need to work on and we want us to get it done this year and i've actually created a support community on facebook for anyone who's read the book push past 10 so just a very intimate mm -hmm. private support community where we can come in we can talk about what we're struggling with we can talk about our accomplishments we can talk about our victories we can talk about resources that we can each bring to the table so for me it's always about community it's always about how can i give back and what can i in turn receive from my community. So again, it is a push past 10 support group. And of course it's by invitation only for those who have read my book. And just to mention the book is available on amazon.com. So if you go on Amazon, type in push past 10, you will most likely find it. Or you can follow me on push past 10 on Facebook, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10, or you can jump on my website, pushpast10.com for all the information you need to know about me. And I'm just looking forward, you know, I'm excited. Despite everything that's going on in the world, I'm excited for a new year. I'm excited for the goals that we're going to set um, this year, and I'm excited to get them done. So thank you again for having me, Anthony, and for everyone who's listening. It's been a pleasure being with you this evening. I had an awesome time, and thank you so much. Listeners, I encourage you to go on and, and, and check out um, Push Past 10. It's an excellent book. Uh, look for uh, Simone on Facebook, and also join her on tvnradio.net at 5.30 on a Tuesday um, evening. She has a show called Untapped potential remarkable show she has a very good guest 
and, and really a lot of encouraging and positive vibes. So don't forget Untapped Potential on Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. So I want to say thank you so much. I, 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 really, I really loved it. Um, we probably need to check in um, a couple times in a year to make sure that folks are, are staying on it um, and to give them encouragement. Uh, but I wish you all the best um, with your goals for this year. Set them big, you know, and go for them. So thank you so yes, much. Yes, yes. Thank you, Anthony. And I think it's a great idea for us to check in um, during the year, just to, you know, check in and see how everyone is doing and how we can continue to support them here at TDN Radio. All right. Thank you. So, folks, there you have right. it. Our first um, episode of this weekend interview for our 11th season. Uh, 19, um, 2021 was a blast. Um, I hope you you got something that you can grab on and work on. It's so important to have a goal. It's so important after you set a goal to, to set a plan to achieve that goal. And achieving the goal is one thing, but the, the discipline and the skills that you're going to gain along the way and the strength that you're going to to your strength is going to increase towards achieving your goal in itself is, is so pleasurable that you will continue setting further goals. So all the best for 2021. I will see you next week, Tuesday. Uh, my uh, Next week, Tuesday, I am going to have a few people from the village of Wesley in Dominica, where um, there is plans for international airport. And um, some people are, are losing their property through eminent domain. Um, and, and so there's some pushback on the government for that. So a few of those folks are going to join me um, next week. But have a great week and all the best. Thank you. Thank you.